Welcome to the Coronavirus Weekly Brief. We're your hosts. I'm David Sturman. And I'm Emily Schneider. Here are the headlines you need to know. With vaccination levels climbing, new COVID-19 cases in the U.S. have dropped below 30,000 a day. The lowest in almost a year. Eight states have hit the milestone of vaccinating 70% of their adult populations, plus over 600,000 teens between 12 and 15 years of age have been vaccinated. Yet this progress is distributed unequally across the country. Almost all of the New England states have vaccinated over 60% of adults, while in much of the South, that figure is below 40%. Experts feared that the longer vaccine-hesitant pockets of the country hold out, the more time the virus will have to mutate its way around currently available vaccines. Tackling low vaccination rates is a complex process. Vaccine-hesitant Americans cite worries about side effects, access, and the speed at which the shots were developed. Cultural views on science, government, and autonomy also play a role. The Biden administration is trying to support community-based vaccination campaigns, and a number of states are offering lottery cash prizes to those who get vaccinated. Some experts wonder if the best move is for employers to mandate or offer vaccines. 20% of Americans said they would be more likely to get the vaccine if it were provided at their workplace. You have the carrot and the stick, said Thomas Levis, dean of the School of Public Health and Tropical Medicine at Tulane University. Quote, I'm beginning to think that the stick is the more likely scenario. An Australian study published in Nature pinpointed a specific marker for measuring COVID-19 vaccine efficacy, a finding that immunologist Daniel Altman of Imperial College London called a holy grail for tackling the disease. A University of Sydney team reviewed data on neutralizing antibodies, immune system molecules that prevent infection, from clinical trials for seven major vaccines. Neutralizing antibody levels measured early on in trial participants' blood were strongly correlated with vaccine efficacy results from later trials. And the authors claimed even if a vaccine generates 80% less antibody production than natural infection with COVID 19, that translates to a protectiveness of 50% because of the specificity of the immune response induced by a vaccine. Quote, even low antibody levels lower than we thought will probably see you through, Altman said, explaining that after just one dose of vaccine, the body develops significant immunity from neutralizing antibodies. According to a co-author of the study, James Trickos, neutralizing antibodies are such a powerful indicator of vaccine efficacy that measuring them earlier on, quote, alleviates the need to do larger, more expensive and time-consuming phase three trials, unquote. Pfizer chief executive Albert Borla said Friday that his company, alongside partner BioNTech, will deliver 2 billion doses of coronavirus vaccines to developing countries over the next year and a half. Quote, it is our hope that this will accelerate our ability to help save even more lives across the globe, Borla said at the European Global Health Summit in Rome, promising that the first 1 billion doses would come this year. He said the company has been discounting its prices for some poorer countries. Friday's pledge includes already established vaccine deals, including the 40 million doses Pfizer committed to COVAX, the World Health Organization's Equitable Vaccine Distribution Initiative. The company did not announce which countries will receive the doses that are not yet accounted for. Meanwhile, big drug producers like Pfizer are resisting a push from developing nations to waive vaccine patents in order to boost global supply. On Monday, India crossed the grim milestone of more than 300,000 people lost to the coronavirus, the third highest number in the world. So the true numbers thought to be even higher. While infection rates seem to be slowing in big cities, 
Outbreaks in rural areas have completely overwhelmed weak healthcare systems that lack the resources to deal with the number of infected people. In New Delhi, residents have died at home with no oxygen as hospitals have exhausted supplies. In Mumbai, patients have died in crowded hospital corridors. Slowed vaccine deliveries have forced many people to miss their second doses. And a rare but often fatal fungal infection is increasing in frequency and worrying doctors. India is the world's largest vaccine-producing nation and has fully vaccinated just over 41.6 million people, or only 3.8% of its nearly 1.4 billion population. Across Africa, about 20 million people are due for the second dose of their coronavirus vaccine, and about 50 million people should have had their first dose by the end of this month. But vaccine supplies are virtually non-existent after the main manufacturer supplying the continent, the Serum Institute of India, redirected its supply to domestic use. More than 90% of the doses that were supposed to be administered in April and May were slated to come from the Serum Institute of India, along with most of Africa's vaccine supply for the rest of 2021. The doses were purchased on behalf of African countries by COVAX. And although COVAX is not the only source of vaccines for African countries, doses obtained from other sources won't be available for months. France, Sweden, Norway, and the United States have all recently pledged to donate doses to African countries. But the question of whether those doses will arrive in time to stave off fallout like that seen in India remains. To see our daily brief, go to the address in our show notes and follow us on Twitter, at New America ISP. The Coronavirus Weekly Brief was produced by Shannon Lynch and Jason Stewart and was edited by Shannon Lynch. The podcast is brought to you by New America and Arizona State University.